your majesty.
Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Glory to God. I, today is uh, August the 30th, 2020, and it's 9.04 in the morning. And uh, I want to welcome those that have joined and those that will join. Glory to God. And uh, I trust everybody is doing well on this precious day. I know we're, we're getting some rain over here where I live, and it's, it's such a blessing, amen. And I'm grateful for that. Hallelujah. I think, uh, I'm thankful how the Lord knows how to take care of his land, amen, how to take care of his people, glory to God. And I'm thankful, amen, that the land that, that he gives us, amen, is not a land like the land of Egypt, which we're going to get to in a moment, but uh, i just wait another minute or so and, and uh, we'll get started, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father, we bless you in Jesus' name, glory to God. Hallelujah, Father, I give you praise in Jesus' name, amen. Praise you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Glory to you, Father, amen. <coughs> Praise you, Father. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Ramono so torobokora kana sataraboka. Hiana mondro do bokora kanandra dasia raboko. Praying in the Holy Ghost, Father God, building up our most holy faith. Amen. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah. start with some prayer, man. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, for this precious opportunity, Father, to stand in your, here in your presence, O oh God, bringing forth the words of life, amen, the words, amen, that we need daily on a daily basis, amen. For it is written that man shall not live on bread alone, amen, but on every word, every rhema that proceeds out of the mouth of God does man live, glory to God. And we live by your words, Father God, we live by that fresh revelation, that fresh anointing, Father, and how you carry us from glory to glory, from strength to strength, amen, how you're revealing to us your word, Father God, your, your, it's revelation, transfiguration, manifestation, glory to God, you're getting us to a place, Father, where we're walking as mature sons of God, daughters of God, amen, in this earth, amen, doing the will of God in the earth, amen, for the will of the Father is the word of the Father, glory to God, and the word of the Father is the way of the Father, and the way of the Father is the work of the Father, and the work of the Father is the Word of God, glory to God. Thank you, Father God, for those that are partaking, Father God. Thank you for those that will be coming online and joining and hearing these words later, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that this Word falls on good ground, amen. Good ground, Father God, that will take that Word and receive it and allow the kingdom of God to begin to grow in their lives, Father. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Well, uh, welcome everyone. Uh, like I said, my name is Brother Joseph, amen, and I'm here uh, bringing the word of the Lord to you, amen, and uh, we're going to get started now, and uh, I want to, first of all, I want to read a scripture, which we're going to cover this scripture 
uh, in Genesis chapter 26 because the name of this uh, teaching is Rehoboth. And Rehoboth means the Lord has made room for me. And we're going to see where in the Word of God that's used. But uh, I wanted to share something uh, from Genesis chapter 26 verse 3. Amen. And he says, uh, well, first of all, let me go to that passage because uh, let me read the backstory on that. Amen. Genesis chapter 26 verse 3. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see here. Editors. All right. Genesis chapter 26. I'm going to start with verse 1. And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abram. Abraham, excuse me. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines over Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Amen. And we know Egypt is a representation of the world and how God appeared unto Isaac and told him, Don't go to the land of the Philistines. All right. But you go, in other words, don't go into Egypt, but you go to the land that I'm telling you to go to. And then he says, Sojourn, sojourn in this land. And I will be with thee, and I will bless thee. For unto thee and to thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swore unto your father Abraham. Amen. And uh, that that word, I will perform the oath, is what, what the Lord began to minister to me and show me something here. And the word, uh, I will perform the oath. Amen. In other words, I'm going to perform personally, is what that's saying. The oath which I swear unto your father, Abraham. Amen. And the word, um, let's see here. I will perform the oath, okay. And the word perform here is a Greek word, I mean Hebrew word, uh, and it's pronounced, it's Q-U-M. It's pronounced cum, okay, cum. Okay, and it means to rise, to arise, to stand up, to rise up, to stand up, okay. And then to arise up. To become powerful all right now in the hostile sense they arise as well right the enemies arise against us amen but we're talking here about first of all i'm talking here about god the father our father arising on our behalf rising up on our behalf in other words elevating himself amen ascending up if you will on our behalf it says here it says here that i will bless thee and unto thee and to thy sea will i give all these countries and I will perform, I will kum, and then it says myself, and in Hebrew here, there's another word after I will perform. In other words, God is saying, I'm going to do it myself, the oath, or the, the uh, what I've sworn and what I've said I'm going to do unto thee and unto thy seed, amen, which I swear unto your Abraham, your father. You see what I'm saying here? So God said, I'm going to perform the word in your life. I'm, everything that I promise to you, which the scripture says that all the promises of God are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. Amen. And, and, um, and so we understand here that God said, I'm going to perform this. Well, when did he perform it? Because he's already done a great work for our lives and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. So 2000 or so years ago, God, Jesus Christ came into the earth, Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. And in that he performed what he said he was going to perform through Christ. Now, what we have to understand here, amen, what we have to understand here is that 
somebody else out there is seeking to take this from us, amen? But for, for right now, it says that I'm going to perform this personally for you, glory to God. And that's the rhema that God gave me. I'm going to perform this personally for you, Joseph. And now I'm giving that to you. And as the scripture teaches us that every, no, let's see here, with God, no individual rhema is impossible. In other words, if God said that he's going to do this for you, and he reveals it to you by his word, amen, then he's going to accomplish what he's promised you. Amen. From promise to performance. Amen. And so that was such a blessing to me because as you're going to see here, we're going to see other places where that word is used. But to rise, in other words, to ascend, ascension. The Lord has been on me and I haven't published that on, on YouTube yet, but I ha it is available on Facebook. And the message that God gave me for, for Wednesday, the word of the Lord that br God brought me was that uh, you've got to be in that place of ascension that place of prayer, that place of meditation, that place of seeking God, if you want to receive from God. In other words, if you want to receive those rhemas, if you want to receive that revelation and that truth and that comprehension, as the scripture says, he's given us all things. Let's go look at that. Ephesians chapter 3. Amen. Let me just do it this way. Glory to God. Let me post this verse that I just that I just worked. We're just on here. This is uh, Genesis chapter twenty-six, verse three. Glory to God. And then we're going to go to Ephesians one three right now. Ephesians one three. Amen. It says here, "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us." With all spiritual blessings, pneumaticals blessings, the word spiritual is pneumaticals in the Greek, in heavenly places in Christ. So see, we've already been blessed with all these spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Amen. And that and that and how the scripture says and that God would grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. We need to understand the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. In other words, the work that God said he's going to perform, the oath that I swear unto you, Father Abraham, I'm going to perform it for you, Isaac. I'm going to perform it for you, Joseph. I'm going to perform it for your family, glory to God. And I'm going to perform it for everyone that will take hold of my word, amen, and exalt my word in their lives. And the only way you're going to get that is you've got to be in that place of ascension. You've got to go up there where God is. Even as Moses went up to the mountain to get the law for the people. You see, he went up there to get the word of the Lord, amen, the, the, the fire law, man, the law that was written by the finger of God, glory to God, and that law, he brought it down, he brought the instructions of God, in other words, the, the, the very wisdom and the core of what God is trying to do here in our lives, but as the scripture says in uh, Exodus 20, verse 1, thou shalt have no other gods before me. I don't want anybody in the place, the first place in your heart and in your life that's going to dictate to you, and that's going to give you Wisdom that's trying to uh, uh, ascend from below. We don't want that kind of wisdom, amen? We want the wisdom that descends from God. And like I said, the only way you're going to get that wisdom is you got to go up to the mountain of the house of the Lord, amen? Where he will teach us of his ways and we will learn after the Lord, amen? And so in doing this, God is establishing a people unto himself, amen? The word Israel in the Hebrew, it means he will rule as God. All along, God intended that he wanted a, a kingdom of priests, amen. And incidentally, the word priest, 
Let me show you this definition, glory to God, because this blessed me, amen. See, it's no longer uh, a special few that can uh, instruct and minister in the things of God in the tabernacle, because we are the tabernacle of God, amen. Uh, let me see here, Genesis 14. I'm going to look for this definition real quick. Praise God. <sighs> Hallelujah. So we are, we, are, we are priests, amen. He was a priest. It says, Melchizedek, verse 20, Genesis 14, 18, And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. He was a priest of the Lord, amen, of the Most High God. Now the word priest here, in the definition in the Strong's, it says, uh, literally one officiating as a priest, also by courtesy an acting priest, although a layman. You see? So in other words, it wasn't, although God selected the Levite tribe, amen, to minister in the tabernacle and to do the offerings and the sacrifices for the people, that work has been done away. He's provided now a fresh and living way, glory to God. And that way is Jesus Christ. Let me read that to you real quick. Glory to God. Man. Hallelujah, Father. I thank you for your word right now, Father. Your word is life unto those who find them and help to all their flesh, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that the entrance of your word right now gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Glory to God. Let me read this definition. I mean, this scripture to you. This is in Hebrews. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 10. 19 through 23. Let me let me copy these out so I can post these for you. Praise God. Now, what we have to understand here, the place of going up, amen. Somebody is trying to keep us from that place, obviously. And his name is Satan, amen, the demonic host. They're always seeking to distract us, amen and oppress us and put pressure on us of all sorts and kinds so that our mind and our focus after the Lord is distracted. And that's what they do. They're trying to distract and distort. Amen. They're always seeking to distort the word of the Lord in your heart and in your life. Because God said, I'm going to perform the oath on your behalf, Isaac, and on your behalf, Joseph, etc., 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 on the behalf of the body of Christ and so on and so on. The same word that I swore unto Abraham, I'm going to give it to you, glory to God. These lands, amen. So, now, he says here, Having therefore, brethren, this is Hebrews chapter 10, starting with verse 19, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, amen, the holiest, the high place, ascending, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh. Now, the thing that, that happened when Jesus Christ was crucified and he died, the scripture says that, that the sky was full of darkness, amen. And, and, and the Bible says that the veil was rent in two at that moment. In other words, the way I had been uh, receiving and, 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 and having the Levitical priesthood minister on behalf of the people is over. Now there's a new living way. There's another order that I've, that I've set up through Jesus Christ, and, that, and he is after the order of Melchizedek. And Melchizedek means kings of righteousness, king of righteousness. So we are right with the Father. We, have, we are kings because we take dominion. We take the land in the spirit, glory to God. And now we're able to minister, amen, as I read to you the definition there. It says, also by courtesy and acting priests, although laymen. So in other words, the kingdom of priests serving the Father, serving the people, and serving the world, amen. 
at all levels, bringing them whatever they need, amen, as far as the people in the world, bringing them the thing, the word of the Lord that they need for their lives, God bringing it to us as we minister to him, he's ministering to us, amen. In your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore, amen. We stand so close to God that when we leave, we take his presence with us, the, with us. that's what Gabriel said. Gabriel the angel was so close to God in that place of ascension that when he left, he took the presence of God with him. So everywhere they went, they took the presence of God. Even so, we are the tabernacle of God through the Spirit, amen. We are the ones that house the very presence and very life of God. And this place that we house it is our, is our spirit, man. Glory to God. By a new and living way, verse 20, Hebrews 10, 20, which he has consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh. And having an high priest over the house of God. Let us hold fast the profession. Profession is homologia, speak the same as the word of our faith without wavering, without doubting, without diacrono. Let me confirm that real quick. Hebrews 10, 23. <clears throat> Praise God. Woo. Hallelujah, Father. I thank you right now in Jesus' name for your precious presence. Holy Ghost, I thank you for quickening me according to your word. Amen. For your word is truth. Glory to God. Hebrews 10, 23. Uh, wavering is the word... I'm sorry, it's the word aklinus, not leaning, all right? In other words, that is firm, amen? So in other words, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without leaning. In other words, firm, for he is faithful that promised, glory to God. So in other words, now looking back at Genesis again, he was faithful in what he promised to his father, to, to our father Abraham, amen, the father, father of faith. And he says there in Genesis chapter 26 again, that I'm going to perform the oath which I swore unto your father, Abraham. Amen. And, and even so, God is saying to us, I'm going to perform the oath in your life, Joseph, that I swore to your father, Abraham. In other words, the father of faith from the very beginning. God has already performed it through us, for us in Christ Jesus. Now, we have to go out in dominion as kings and take the land. In other words, go take your inheritance, glory to God, because here it is. And his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And if you draw nigh unto me, as the word of the Lord says, I will draw nigh unto you, glory to God. And in drawing nigh unto you, I'm going to reveal to you your purpose and your plan, why I created you, why I formed you, why I gave you the operation the way you operate. Why I've given you the heart that you have, the desire that you have. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to reveal these things to you. If you'll draw nigh to me, I will reveal you to your purpose. You're going to understand why I created you. No man can understand his purpose until he goes back to his origin, to his genesis. In other words, in the genesis of our lives is the Father, amen, and what he exists, the self-existing one, amen. He came in the form of Jesus Christ in the earth, and now Jesus has taught us the way. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. In other words, I'm the pattern, glory to God. You set yourself up according to this pattern as he told Moses, see that thou makest it according to the pattern which I showed you on the mount. In that high place, I've given you the pattern, Joseph, of how I want you to operate, how I want you to function, why I made you, what your purpose is, what your inheritance is, what your part. As Jesus said, in my Father's house are many, many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. Amen? That's in, that's in uh, John chapter 14. Amen? I, I've given you this place, amen, Joseph. And, and you've got to come up to me, though, to get it. Amen. As, as it says here, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there may you be also. Now, where is Jesus Christ? 
The Bible says he's seated at the right hand of the Father, amen. And in that space of the spirit, glory to God, the heavenly realm, glory to God, is where the Lord Jesus Christ is. Now, he wants us to be where he is. And where is he? He's in heavenly places ruling and dominating in Jesus' name and, and officiating, if you will, and exercising his authority through the body of Christ, the ecclesia, the government of God. Uh, all along, God had a desire to build this kingdom of priests on the earth. The scripture calls in Revelation the new Jerusalem, the new teaching of peace, the new double peace, glory to God, double multiplication and blessing. I'm going to bless you and multiplying. I'm going to multiply you, says the Lord. Glory to God. Now, again, back to uh, this word rise. Now, look at this scripture. This is in Proverbs 24, verse 16. For a just man falls seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. So in other words, the just man falls, but he rises in the Lord. Amen. Now, whether you entered in to, to sin knowingly or you fell because the enemy tripped you up and you didn't see it, even, even in those situations, God will raise you up. Now, if you entered it, you're going to be paying some heavy consequences for that. But if you fell, the scripture says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh consistency, constancy, amen, who is the word there, and the consistency of staying faithful to the Lord, staying on his word, being firm and grounded, as I read earlier, firm unto the end, glory to God. As it says, let us hold fast our, the profession, the homology of our faith. Continue to maintain the word that's in your heart and in your mouth. Let it come forth, amen, by faith towards God without wavering, firm, in other words, in the Lord. For he is faithful to promise, glory to God. He is faithful to promise. And I believe God's word, amen, above all my circumstances, above how my body is feeling, glory to God. I believe it against what the world is saying to me, what the people that are closest to me, etc., etc. I believe God's word, amen, and I trust God, amen. With all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, I love the Lord God, amen. And God, in that place, we are encouraged because when we go up to the mountain of the house of the Lord and bring down what the Lord has for us and for those that are around us, for the body of Christ, etc., etc., we're learning of his ways, amen. I want to read a scripture to you that a brother brought out <clears throat> Uh, during the meetings that we've been having over here in in, uh, in in Irving, glory to God. This is precious to me, man. This ministered to me, glory to God. Ecclesiastes 5.1. Keep thy foot, amen, when thou goest to the house of God. And be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. For they consider not that they do evil. In other words, don't be involved in dead works here, man. When you go to the house of the Lord, amen, when you go to the corporate meeting to gather together, go there to hear and to learn and to hear what the word of the Lord is for you and your family. Amen? For yourself as an individual and so on. Go to hear the Lord, amen? And don't be rash with your mouth and let your heart be, and let not your heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven and now and you're upon the earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. But when you go up to the mountain, glory to God, to get the word of the Lord and bring it down, glory to God, then that's when you got something to say, you see. As he says in John chapter 3, amen, <clears throat> this was John the Baptist talking to his disciples after there was a 
there was a disagreement or a quarrel about uh, Jesus. And uh, let me just show you here. He, John chapter 3, verse 25. Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizes, and all men come to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. You can't receive from the Lord if you're not going up to the mountain of the house of the Lord. You've got to ascend, in other words. And you've got to meditate and pray and seek God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my God, and my Redeemer. Amen. Let this word of the Lord, amen. The meditations of my heart, amen. Let the word of God, let the words of my lips and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O God. Amen. And that's in, in his sight, in that place of prayer, glory to God, that place of ascension, as Jesus said, Nathaniel, you think you've seen great things? Mm, glory to God. Let me show you this one, amen. Woo, I think this is John chapter 1. Let me go back here. Yep. Verse 50, and Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw you under the fig, fig tree. And he was talking to Nathaniel here. Believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open. Glory to God. Because the kingdom of God is now. Amen. We are the ambassadors of God in the earth, reconciling unto the Father, man. Bringing back and restoring divine favor to the people through Jesus Christ. Amen. Heaven is open and the angels of God descending and descending upon the Son of Man. Glory to God. Look at that. Man, that is precious. Amen. In other words, <clears throat> when a man of God, a brother or sister of God is established in the Lordship of Jesus Christ, heaven is open. Angels of God are ascending and descending. And what do you think they're ascending and descending? What do you think they're doing? See, angel means messenger. They're messengers, man. They bring messages from God. They take messages to God. They take prayers to God. Amen? Sweet-smelling incense, amen? It rises to the Lord. It rises to the Lord through the angelic hosts, amen? And they bring God the prayers and the meditations, amen? They bring God our hearts and our lives and what we what we supplicate for one another, what we pray and ask God for, they bring it to the Lord, and God brings the messages down to us, glory to God, brings the presence down to us, glory to God, brings the warriors and the angels necessary to fight off all the demonic realm that are keeping us back from the presence and the power of God in, in this earth. You understand what I'm saying? They're there to minister on our behalf, amen. Are they not all ministering spirit? Sent forth to minister unto them who shall be heirs of salvation. Well, who are the heirs of salvation? Say me. Glory to God. Me. I'm an heir. Amen. Of salvation. Whew, man. Glory to God. It's 930. Woo. Now. <clears throat> so the righteous are going to rise up. Amen. Seven times. Seven times he falls. He's going to keep getting up. Amen. Now, our enemies, the demonic realm, we will tread them under that rise against us. As Psalm 44, 5, through thee we will push down our enemies. Through thy name we will tread them under that rise up against us. See? And Jesus said this in Matthew 4, 10. 
Jesus said unto them, Get Jesus said unto him, talking to Satan, Get thee hence, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Every time the enemy rises up against you, glory to God, we have authority, the scripture says in Luke chapter 10, <clears throat> Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Let me double check that and post that for you. Luke chapter 10. Praise God. I'm going to post this one for you. Glory to God. And I love that preceding verse. I beheld Satan fall like lightning. Glory to God. I saw him fall down, man. As soon as iniquity was found in his heart, I saw that. And he says, Behold, I give unto you power, authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and over all the dunamis, the power of the devil. So now, Jesus said here, Get thee hence, Satan. In other words, the word hence is the word hupago, which means to lead under. In other words, come under my authority, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. In other words, me and you, under the authority of Jesus Christ, dominate and rule Satan. We take the land, glory to God. We take dominion in Jesus' name. Now look at this. This is in, in Numbers chapter 10. I'm going to read from verse 33 on into verse 36. Amen. Another, another beautiful passage here. Glory to God. Praise God. All right. Now. <clears throat> Amen. Numbers chapter 10, verse 33. And they departed from the mount of the Lord three days journey. And the ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them in three days journey to search out a resting place for them. The place of your inheritance, glory to God. And the cloud of the Lord was upon them by day when they went out of the camp. And it came to pass when the ark set forward that Moses said, Rise up, Lord. In other words, cum, Lord. Rise up in strength and power and let my enemies be scattered. And let those that hate thee flee from before thee. And when it rested, he said, this is what Moses said, Return, O Lord, unto the many thousands of Israel. Glory to God. Listen to that heart of the shepherd right there, man. Thinking about the people, glory to God. But the land, now listen to this one. Glory to God. But the land that I give you is not as the land of Egypt. It says, starting Deuteronomy 11.10. Let me post this up for you. We're talking about our place of inheritance, amen, and we've got to go up to the high place to get that place of our inheritance, and we've got to help the people, amen. We've got to bring our brothers and sisters up, our family members and so on, up to the mountain of the house of the Lord, all right? For the land whither thou goest to possess it is not as the land of Egypt. You see, he told Isaac, don't go to Egypt, man. You wait for the promise of the Father, glory to God. For everything that I've spoken to your father Abraham, I'm going to perform the oath on your behalf, glory to God. From whence you came out, it's not as the land of Egypt from where I took you from, glory to God, where thou sowedst thy seed and waterest it with thy foot as the garden of herbs. In other words, you walked up and down the garden watering it with your bucket. They didn't have water hoses back then. <laughs> but the land where you go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys and drinketh water of the rain of heaven. Glory to God. Amen. And a land, the rain of righteousness. Amen. Till I come and rain righteousness on you. Praise God. A land which the Lord thy God careth for. For the eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it. 
from the beginning of the year, from the beginning of the year, even unto the end of the year. And it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken, amen, which means listen diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your soul, that I will give you, amen, that I will give you the rain of your land in its due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thine oil, the first rain and the latter rain, amen. In other words, during the summer and the dry months when it was time to harvest, that I'm going to give you the rain when, it's, when, the, when the water's in the earth, I mean, when the seed is in the ground, amen, and you plant it, amen, I'm going to give you the first rain and the latter rain, that, so that, you may gather in thy corn and your wine and your oil. And I will send grass in thy fields for thy cattle that thou mayest eat and be full. Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived and you turn aside to serve other gods and worship them. You see that? Take heed that your heart is not turned aside to worship other gods. In other words, I don't want anything else in your lives, influencing your lives, or dictating to your lives, amen, and bringing you out of a place of peace, amen, because you've come out from under the government of God, amen. And so, like I said, God, he's going to perform this oath, amen, that he swore unto our fathers, amen. And I believe God's word, amen, and I believe that he's already done it in Jesus Christ, amen. Now all we got to do is come into that place, amen, of, of continuing to maintain, as the scripture said, as I read earlier, amen, for let us hold fast the profession of our faith, nothing wavering. In other words, firm and faithful, for he is faithful, that promise, Lord of God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. All right, now, as I said earlier, when I was reading this too, it says that by a new and living way, that is, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh. Our flesh is the problem from getting and staying and maintaining the presence of God in our lives. And in the presence of God, there's power, amen. And the purpose of God is the presence of God. And the presence of God brings the power of God for the people, you see, for us. That power to elevate and lift our lives, amen, and get us out of every situation that's full of darkness, amen. Well, let's go ahead and go into the outline now because this is this is what we're talking about here now. All right. Let me open this up, y'all. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we're, we're going to get into now a topic called stewardship. Now we're changing from, we were talking about the Word of God, now we're talking about stewardship now. In other words, what I'm saying is the series that we just finished was the Word. Now we're going to talk about stewardship. Now, there's a, I read that some of, some of the passage from Genesis 26, 1 through 6, and we're going to continue there and read on from three, verse, verse 3, 26, verse 3. Genesis 26, verse 3. Praise God. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you, and I will bless you, for unto thee and to thy seed, well, I will give all these countries and I will perform the oath which I swear unto your father, unto thy father Abraham. 
And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and I will give unto thy seed and to all these countries, and, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Glory to God. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments and my statutes and my law. Now let's skip down to verse 12. I'm going to read through verse 25. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Glory to God. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Could you not say that Isaac came into his inheritance, glory to God? For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and great store of servants, and the Philistine, Philistines envied him. Man, isn't that typical? For all the wells which, which his father's servants had digged, in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped up and filled them with earth. Isn't that terrible, man? He took all this time to dig these wells, and then the enemy comes in and fills those wells up. Because he doesn't want that wellspring of life, Jesus Christ, amen, influencing our lives and our hearts. So he's going to do everything he can to stop the well, glory to God, from flowing out of your spirit, amen. All right. Now, and Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which he had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servant digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the herdmen of Gerar did not strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Isaac, because they strove with them. So the herdmen of Gerar did strive with Isaac. In other words, they contended with them, man. So he let it go, man. You see, you seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. The word life is suitcase soul. Every time you try to preserve yourself, you just lost it. <clears throat> but if you seek to lose it, glory to God, and we're going to see here again. And they digged another well and strove for that also. And he called the name of it Sitna. So the first one he called Esek. The second one he called uh, Sitna. And he removed from thence, left that place, and digged another well. And for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rechabal. For he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, for we shall be fruitful in the land. Glory to God. So there was three wells there. <clears throat> and then finally, like I said, on the last one, God said, I mean, he named it Rehoboth, which means the Lord has made room for me. For now the Lord has made room for us, for he, we will be fruitful in the land. And isn't that typical, glory to God, if we don't wait for the Lord and allow his plans to develop, glory to God, faithfully waiting on God, then we're going to miss it out on God, amen, and therefore it's not going to be the room that God created, it's the room that we created for ourselves, by pushing and struggling and striving, amen, whew, man. So the point is here is that the enemy stopped the wells, amen. But God, that he digged another well. He kept digging, man. If the enemy fall, if, if, if you fall seven times, he's going to still get up. He's going to rise up in the Lord, amen. Because it's God is the one that gives us that desire to want to move forward and grow in him. If you maintain and stay in that place of God, in that high place, you see. And the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God, glory to God, of Abraham thy father. Fear not, for I am with you. 
and I will bless you and multiply that seed for my servant Abraham's sake. Glory to God, man. And he built an altar there, and God and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servant digged the well. You see, he came into that place, into that place of rest where God directed him to. Amen. Even though he had already, already been prosperous, amen, because if you're with the Lord, you're going to prosper. That, that's just the bottom line, man. And the thing is, is that now we're going to read now from verse 26 to 32. And Abimelech went to him from Gerar and, and Ahuz, Ahuz, Ahuzath, one of his friends, and Philco, the chief captain of his army. And Isaac said unto them, Wherefore come ye unto me, seeing ye hate me, and have sent me away from you? And they said, We certainly saw that the Lord is with you. And we said, Let there be now an oath betwixt us, even betwixt us and thee, and let us make a covenant with thee, that thou would that thou wilt do us no hurt, as we have not touched thee, and as that and as we have done unto thee nothing but good, and have sent thee away in peace. Thou art now the blessed of the Lord. Isn't that typical, man? Let's make an agreement, and we haven't done anything wrong to you. We haven't, we haven't stopped up your wells. That's just pure foolishness, right? And he made a feast, and they did eat and drink. And they rose up beat times in the morning, and swear one to another. And Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. See, they acknowledged something about Isaac, man. God was with them, man. And we need to submit to that. And that's what they did. They came, and they submitted themselves. In other words, we're not going to cause you any harm anymore. All right? <clears throat> so, again, verse 32, And it came to pass the same day that Isaac's servant came and told him concerning the well which they had dig, and said unto him, We have found water. And so they called the name of that well Beersheba. Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba unto this day. Now, so the word Rehoboth means to broaden, to enlarge, to make large, to make room, to make wide open. Amen. You see, the, and we're going to read this coming in here now. Let, let's just go ahead and go through the outline, glory to God. So there, there's three areas that must be dealt with. The spirit of a man, the soul of a man, and the body of a man. So in the spirit of a man, the scriptures teaches in John 3, 3 through 8, you know, first of all, a man must be born again. Or you're not going to see the kingdom of God. To see, amen, the promises, to see the kingdom is to see the promises, amen. Amen, the domain of God, the realm of God. And in that... He's going to show you about yourself. The light is going to be revealed on your life. And in that, you're going to go through the process of continuously sanctifying yourself unto the Lord. Every time God brings deliverance, you separate another area of your life unto the Lord. Glory to God. And then he says, you must be born of the water of the Spirit. You cannot enter. To enter the kingdom of God is to experience the promises of God. Amen. Because now you're walking in some maturity. You're showing some fruit. Glory to God. And incidentally, if you're if you're claiming to be born again and there's no fruit in your life after the Lord, then I question whether or not you truly love the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus said, if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. Mm. Oh, goodness. Praise God. All right. Now. So again, uh, and in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that, that, that if thou shalt believe in thine heart and confess with your mouth, right, the Lord Jesus Christ, that's Romans 10, 9 and 10, all right, Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, homologia is the word confess, 
the Lord Jesus Christ, and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession, homologia, to, to speak the same as the word, Jesus, is made unto salvation. See, in the process of God delivering, it's a constant, constant thing. It's not just a one-time thing. I mean, if you think you're ready now and you don't need any more deliverance and help in your life from the Lord, then you're sorely mistaken, you see. So, <clears throat> that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, not confess your sins. See, confess your sins, dead works. That's not what the Word teaches us. You confess the Lord Jesus and the work that he's already done for you. And you acknowledge that work. You speak the same as that work that he's already done. And now from that point, you begin to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, glory to God. And again, we're going to get into that scripture as well. Romans 12, 2. And then 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things are passed away. As it, as it says here, all things are become new. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Amen. 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Glory to God. You see that? So you must be born again. Amen. Now, and as well, you must be spirit-filled. Acts 1.8 Now, what's interesting about this is all these doctrines that teach against this word of God, man, and, and, the, and the different aspects of it, you're missing the point, man. The whole goal of the Word of God and the Holy Ghost is to teach us about Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be, my, be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Now, a couple of things there. What does the Bible says you're going to receive when you receive the Holy Ghost? Does it say you're going to speak? Um, does it say you're going to receive tongues? Although we speak in tongues, he said you're going to receive power, glory to God, dunamis. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So he's going to come within the Holy of Holies without, glory to God. And that's how it operates. He comes out of your spirit, man, and, and, and comes out, and, and you move in the cloud, amen. You move in the power of God. And you shall be witnesses. Witnesses here is a Greek word, all right, uh, Martus and Martus means a witness, uh, a martyr by analogy, a martyr. So, in other words, <clears throat> the witness it didn't say you're going to go and witness about me, it says your life is going to be a witness, you're going to be a martyr. You see, though he were dead, yet shall he live. You're alive in Christ now, but dead to yourself. For they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with its affections and lusts. You see, you walk around as dead man to yourself, but you're alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now, and incidentally, there's seven baptisms. Amen. That we, we've got to understand here about the purpose of God and what he's trying to bring us. Like I said, death, burial, and resurrection. What he's, what he's bringing us into, etc., 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 in the things of God. Now, the soul, James 1, 21. Um, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness, and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. See, the soul, man, the soul of an individual has to be renewed to the things of God. The thing about serving the Lord 
And the way of God is that, first of all, the scripture says that in Genesis, that God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. You see, man became a soul now that could be directed by the Lord and his spirit man. And Adam had a personality, had, a, had his own operation and so on, and he wasn't offensive to the Lord until the day that he chose his own life. And Adam and Eve and so on went through the process of, uh, of partaking of that tree, right? And that's what we're trying to say here is that when you when you begin to move in that place, I mean, where you're operating out of your own soul, you see, there's a problem here. You understand what I'm saying? Because now you're operating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now what you're producing is dead. There's no point. <laughs> so what I'm saying here is that your soul has to be received the engrafted word. And the word engrafted word is in futos. Which in is to place in a fixed position. Futos is to puff up, to blow up, to germinate. But to get to that place where that word is engrafted, there has to be a cut in our lives. And incidentally, covenant means the act of cutting. In other words, the word that produces in your heart and in your life the kingdom of God is not going to produce if there's not a cutting in your life. In other words, correction in your life. The soul grating against the soul, you see, the carnal man, cutting out all the foolishness, the drunkenness. By the word, the word drunkenness is the Greek word methe. Isn't that interesting that the that the word methe, which we, we understand a word of drugs that's so dangerous to mankind, and it's called methamphetamines, that, would, that it would come from the Greek word methe, which means any form of intoxicant. So if you're drinking wine, beer, liquor, whatever, whiskey, you're intoxicating, you're, you're altering your body, amen, and the perception of how you feel. Because it's all false, it's all fake, you see? False joy, false hope, false, you know, anger. All the things that it inspires, right? Emotionally. And what am I saying there is, is that, so again, God cutting away all that perversion, right? The soul of a man. Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. Amen. For out of the mouth, Jesus said, <clears throat> out of the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaks. You see, so a man's confession, what he's saying is a result of his belief. And what he's believing, what he believes is a sort of source. You see, a man's confession is a result of his belief. A man's belief is a result of his thinking. A man's thinking is a result of his knowledge. And a man's knowledge is a result of his source. And there's only two sources, God or the devil. So, in other words, <clears throat> the right thoughts need to be in our mind. And the only way we're going to change the thought is we change the knowledge, which changes the source. And the source needs to be the word of God, the kingdom of God, the revelation of the kingdom of God. You've got to go up to the mountain of the Lord and get that revelation on your behalf and on the behalf of your family. And in turn, they are going to grow up and do the same as they grow up in the Lord. So again... <clears throat> 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Now, there's a whole lot more there, but we're just covering the basics here of how we're going to enter into this land where we're with wide open spaces, amen, as this beautiful picture here portrays. Uh, and I like this, the way it translates in the message here. And he went on from there and dug yet another well, but there was no fighting over this one. So he named it Rehoboth, which means wide open spaces. 
saying now God has given us plenty of space to spread out in the land, glory to God. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 talks about the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y, and I pray therefore your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So even as Mark chapter 10 verse 42, Mark 10 42, Amen. All right. He says here that, but Jesus called them unto him and said unto them, You know not, you know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, control, and their great ones exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. Whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister, your servant, your diakonia here, diakonos. Serve, in other words. And whosoever of you will be the chief shall be servant of all. For even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, I didn't come for you to serve me, but I came to minister and give my suke, my soul, a ransom for many. The word ransom there, <clears throat> amen, is a word that means uh, redemption, the redemptive price. I paid the price, in other words. And that's what we do. We pay the price. We lay our lives down for one another. So in other words, even as Jesus taught us this, that don't do it like the world does it, that the Gentiles do it, you submit yourself and you serve. I mean, you be the chief, the chief of all by serving all. Matthew 20. Let's go to that real quick. Matthew 20. Start with verse 25. Praise God. Matthew 20, 25 says, But Jesus, is the same passage. You know not that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. And it's the same thing, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto. So we've got to understand that as you grow up in the Lord and come to that place of strength, amen, that you now serve others. But it doesn't matter what level you're at in the Lord. You continue to serve one another. Your attitude should be that you're wanting to serve and be humble before the Lord. Do it as unto the Lord, amen, with humility. Now, Matthew 16, 24. Look at this one real quick. <clears throat> and, and Peter had just got the revelation that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You see, you are the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm submitting to you, was what Peter said. And the Bible says the flesh and blood didn't reveal it to him, but the Father, amen, let me read that. Praise God. Blessed art thou, verse 17, 16, 17, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. In other words, Saul, uh, Peter, you've been praying, man. You've been seeking me. You've been meditating on my word. And now you're starting to see the revelation of the kingdom of God. Now you understand who I am, Peter. All right? But later Peter said, told him, you know, Jesus, thinking about yourself, because, think about yourself, because Jesus told him, I've got to go up and suffer at the hands of many. So he told him in verse 23, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou art an offense unto me, for thou savest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. See, if we don't learn how to keep our hearts with all diligence, the enemy will come in and inspire a word into our lives that's totally demonic. And that's what I'm saying here is that uh, he, he didn't say the things that were of God, but those that were of men. Now, now in verse 24, he says to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, Take up his cross and follow me. So what is the cross that you've got to take up and I've got to take up? 
The cross is where you deny yourself the right to make a choice for your life. You allow the word of God to dictate your life, amen, and govern your life. Body, your spirit, man. Spirit, soul, and body. That's the order. You see? For whosoever shall save his suke, his soul, verse 25, shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his soul for my sake, the same shall find it. For what is the profit of man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What shall a man give in exchange for his, for his soul? What happened in the garden when Adam exchanged the divine nature for the sin nature? You see? Because they partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's the same thing with us. If you partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you're forsaking me and you're gaining yourself. But if you forsake yourself, you're going to gain me. Jesus, the kingdom. Oh, man. All right. <clears throat> For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Amen. Amen. We're going to be rewarded according to our works. Amen. And I believe that. Glory to God. Now, the body. Romans 12, 1 and 3. Amen. I'm get to get as far as we can with this, and uh, there's quite a bit more material to cover, and we're gonna have to we'll cut it off here in a minute. So now, in Romans chapter 12, praise God. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, logicals, man, the very least you can do. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't allow this world to dictate to you, man. The fashions, the philosophies, you know, the artwork, the, the music, the the, 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 the the entertainment, if you will. The, the football, the baseball. I mean, I like football and baseball, right? But it's not a God unto me. I don't have to sit there and watch every game, for example, that my home team is playing or my home whatever, you know. That's not a God to me. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Glory to God. Mm. And I read this earlier 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray therefore your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So you see, that, 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 that just covered the man. Now, next week we'll get into talking about the gift, amen? And then we're going to talk about the gift of a man and then the ministry that God is bringing us, every one of us into, amen? And, and why did he give us the fivefold ministry, body of Christ? I'm going to read this to you. Ephesians 4, 8. Praise God. Why did he give us these things, man? Why did, he, why did Jesus descend down, the apostle, prophet, and shepherd, teacher? Right? He had to ascend, and when he did, then he could send these ministries to our lives, these graces, these functions. You see? Verse 8, Ephesians 4, 8. Wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. So in that place of ascending up on high, you're going to lead captivity captive, glory to God. Think about that, because you're bringing down the anointing, the revelation, the oil, the strength, and the power of God, amen, to bring forth the words of life. For as Paul said, and when I came unto you, I didn't come unto you with man's wisdom and his philosophies, 
But I came unto you in the wisdom and the power. Amen. I came not unto you, but I came. Let me go look at that. I don't like to quote these scriptures and not, not, not say them right. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Amen. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of God, but in the power of God. You see, so in other words, in that place of, 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 of going up to the mountain, amen, and when you come down, you're going to, in other words, God, what God is going to bring you and give to you is going to help deliver others, glory to God. And he gave domas unto man. Doma means to make a gift of a gift. Now he that ascended, what is it but that also he descended first into the lower parts of the earth. And then the descension is when he was able to gather up the captive and bring them up. And that's what we got to do. You see? He that descended the same also that ascended far above all heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Now why did he give us this? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect or mature man, unto the measure of the stature of, full, of the fullness of Christ. All of us represent the fullness of God in totality, not just one individual. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive all these individuals operating in the, in the, in the spirit of rebellion <clears throat> and the spirit of error. But speaking the truth in love may grow up un, unto into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, for whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Glory to God. This is why he descended down these precious, gracious gifts. And, and the one that ascended is the same also that descended. We've got to go out and set the people free. Glory to God. And bring them this place <clears throat> and bring them into their place of, of inheritance. So now they have room, glory to God, to do the will of God, the word of God, the way of God, the work of God. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, for this precious time. I thank you, Lord, for your word is life unto those who find them and help to all their flesh. I thank you, Father God, for the entrance of your word that's given us light. I thank you, Lord God, that you sanctify us through your word, Father, for your word is truth. I thank you for those that have heard and those are those that have partaken today. And I thank you, Lord God, that this word falls on good ground, Father, for all those that hear it and receive it. And may they meditate, Father God, and study on these words, study on these outlines, Father God. For surely it's going to benefit them, Father God. And they're going to grow in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our God, and our Redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you.
your majesty. Thank you. 